Welcome back to The Doctor Is In with Dr. Nadia Saba. I'm Dennis Wadan, Dr. Saba's producer. This episode is part of our What Plants Crave series, where Dr. Saba speaks with growers, researchers, and other experts in controlled environment agriculture to get their insights about the direction of the industry and, of course, what it is exactly that plants crave. This week's episode is extra special because we interviewed a few attendees of our spring workshop at the Clooney Center in Sacramento. The workshop is an HVAC intensive lecture series that Dr. Saba has been perfecting for growers and engineers working in all kinds of indoor grows. Thank you for listening. So I'm here with Joe Saito from Andon. We are at Dr. Greenhouse's spring workshop and we wanted to ask you a few questions for the podcast. So uh, first up, was there something that you learned today that blew your mind or something new that just excited you? Learned a great deal. Wonderful workshop. Recommend it for everybody to attend. Um, honestly, just being able to go more into depth about how HVAC handles both the sensible and the latent loads was a great conversation to have and definitely needs to be discussed more um, widely with people. Awesome. Thank you. Is there anything that has you excited for the future of the industry? Yeah, the continued innovation of equipment, giving us tighter control of the room and allowing us to over-engineer the room to doing what we want to do to cultivate the plants that we choose to do so. Awesome. Thank you, Joe. Uh, And last, what do plants crave? People. Okay. (laughs) Definitely people. Without people, there wouldn't be any plants. Okay. I like that answer. Awesome. Thank you so much, Joe. I really appreciate your time. Yep. No worries. I'm here today with Thad Humphrey and Nick DeMello from Biotherm. They both attended our spring workshop today and we wanted to ask them some questions. So first up, was there anything that you learned that stuck out to you or that blew your mind over these last two days? Um, For me, you know, I'm kind of new to the industry. So uh, learning the nuances of VPD was really, really good for me to to know. Uh, And then a lot of the other stuff regarding regarding like the standards that are coming into place now that was also eye-opening yeah and you guys yeah. know you have access to those standards mm-hmm. on your yes. live, right? i was yeah. very excited yeah. about that <laughs> yeah it was good to know thank you yeah i also like the discussion about uh the importance of vpd and kind of the effects of it uh not only on the systems uh the hvc systems but the importance of what it actually means meaning uh, uh people's interpretation of it because uh, measuring uh, the VPD at the leaf versus in the room are two completely different things. So that, and that can definitely affect the performance of a system. Uh, you know, also uh, just covering a lot of the importance of controls variability. Uh, we're aware of that, but it's even more eye-opening when you can see all the physical variances right in front of your eyes of how uh, wide they can be. Uh, things reading completely different measurements from the exact same spot uh, and how much it can affect the room so yeah it was, it was, it was interesting. interesting what about what do you think plants crave <laughs> well I mean keep in mind we're engineers and not growers so <laughs> we're usually told uh, what plants crave and we do a lot of listening to our customers the, the trick there is uh, knowing which ones are well-educated and which ones aren't. So <laughs> okay. getting a good normalized view of what those type of things are by attending stuff like this helps us to understand more of what we're used to hearing and if it's normal or if it's abnormal. And contextualizing it. Yeah, and having yeah. For it. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Yeah.
What do you think plants crave? Uh, I would probably say I'm not a grower either. I'm definitely an engineer. So uh, my scope of this is probably limited to four things, you know, light, heat, water, nutrients, and I have no idea what type of plants need exactly, like, it could be any combination, which was more important, so that's up to the grower, though, so. That was such a perfect engineer answer for that question. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate both of your time. Thank you so much for coming to our workshop as well. Thank you. I'm here with Kelly Nicholson from Auto Grow America, and we wanted to ask you about the spring workshop that you just attended. This isn't the first workshop that you attended with us, though, huh? No, I came to the uh, workshop in February of 2020, and it was really, really, really cool. Uh, the challenge, of course, was that I learned all of these amazing things, and then the whole world went into lockdown three weeks later, and I didn't get to put any of it into action. I, I had all these plans to go visit all my growers and greenhouses, and I was gonna go to these warehouses, and I was gonna like tell all this cool stuff. And then I didn't get to do that. And so I really wanted a refresher course. Uh, I was really surprised how much I actually retained from a couple of years ago. Cool. And I realized I have actually been putting some of it into action. I love that. More than I thought I did. But this was a really good way to remind myself of some things I'd kind of forgotten about. And it's always a challenge for me because I don't do things like sizing an HVAC system every day. And so to go through the process... Just one reminds me how to relate to my customers when they're going through that. Because when growers are working on this, you know, it's a struggle. I'm there to control the HVAC, but I don't size the HVAC. Yeah. So it's really good for me to just understand what they go through, even if it's not necessarily something that I do for a living. It's good for me to have that understanding. Yeah. It's like a, it's a chain, right? And the, having the context is important. Exactly. To know where we got there. And then also to know like the downfalls that she talks about and how things can be undersized or oversized. And as the person who comes in sometimes months later with a control system and all of a sudden we're overcooling or we're not dehumidifying enough and they're blaming the controls and we're trying to figure out what in the control programming isn't working. It reminds me, look at a few other things. Like, are we looking yes. at the size of the condensers and the blowers and where, you know, where all those data points being pulled from? Um, it just gives me better troubleshooting. And really that's a whole part of my job is to troubleshoot the systems to make them work properly for the growers. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. We just want to make your job easier. Yeah. Easy. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so was there anything, I know that we've expanded the course a lot too. Was there anything that stood out to you or that you learned that kind of like blew your mind or was just new information to you? Well, I really liked the guest speakers this time. Um, the VOCs, that was so interesting to yes. me. And I think I mentioned it to you earlier. Like at first I was like, wow, this is going to be way over my head. It's too sciencey. Like I'm not going to get it. And by the end I was enthralled and it was like really cool. Um, and then of course learning about micropropagation and facility design for that because as a controls person I love facility design and I love being involved in that and immediately I'm looking at everything she's talking about I'm like oh, okay I want to put sensors there I want to do this so those were both really cool um I came I really wanted to know about more about the air economizers yeah. and how that worked <clears throat> excuse me because I have a lot of growers in different climates where like I've got guys in northern Michigan where, you know, a lot of the year it's nice and cold outside and there would be no reason to run an air conditioner. Mm -hmm. But we need to be able to have the ability to go back and forth because we don't want it to be too cold and be bringing in 20 degree air. Mm -hmm. And just understanding that process a bit more um, was pretty exciting. And then I, I'm, a, I'm a sensor geek. So I love sensors and just her, like how the sensors are designed and whatnot. And her, she went way more in depth about controls, which of course I loved. So yeah, yeah I really like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. And now the namesake question of our show. Yeah. What do you think plants crave? 
I think that plants crave love and attention. Okay. I really do. And I think that it's because when a grower loves what they do and they show up to work happy to do what they do every day and they have the, the attention span for their plants because they're not so caught up and, you know, maybe it's uh, HR type stuff or paperwork or whatnot. When they can really walk in and they love the plants and they can give them the attention that they deserve, everything else falls into place. That's fantastic. Couldn't yeah. be more true. Yes. Love that. Thank you so much, Kelly. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hello, um, I'm Ashley Persglove and I'm the Director of Engineering for Red Sea Farms. Awesome, thank you. It's so great to have you with us at the Spring Workshop. Thank you for uh, having me. I wanted to know, was there anything that you learned that stuck out to you or that blew your mind or was just really interesting to you? Uh, blew my mind is a very good way to put it. Um, so coming from more of a straight up engineering background into agriculture, I'm still learning a lot. But the, the big, big mind blow for me was the the effect of latent, the latent capacity on the, the cooling and it's actually an advantage to have that latentness uh, in a system and you can actually subtract it away from your sensible load. And this is actually directly applicable to a, a, a problem that we're having right now back in Saudi Arabia. That's fantastic so, to hear. Yeah, when all of these criteria came up, it's like, ah, wow. I need to. I need to get back on the phone with the with the guys in Saudi. Like, you have a light go off. Exactly, it was a proper mind blow light go off situation. That so, is fantastic that was, to hear. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear that. Is there anything that has you excited for the future of the industry? Oh, that's, that's a very expansive question. <laughs> um, I would say yes. Um, in in a way, is is bringing it more into the 21st century in terms of what we're trying to do as a as a as a systems engineer and as a process engineer. If you look at something like a, a Honda car plant and how that operates and how that works, and it's just, it's just, it's engineering finesse. If, if you look into the minutiae of it, agriculture is a lot less like that. But there's nothing really stopping it. There's nothing really stopping it being that way. It's just that I don't mean any disrespect to any of the growers, but it's a lot of legacy of this is the way it's always been done. So it's just the best way to do it. But. It's not necessarily the case. I mean, we have a lot to learn from growers as engineers, but growers have a lot to learn from engineers as well. And it's, um, especially the company I work at, where we have a, a nice mixture of engineers and growers, we're all learning from each other all the time. Um, sometimes causes a bit of friction, but that's, that's always good <laughs> because you, you know you're pressing on something when there's friction. Yes. Um, yeah, so I would say a, a better integration of real hard engineering into agriculture and just allowing us to be become a more sustainable business yeah that's we were actually just talking about that inside is it it really is like the combination of engineering and, and growers it it's it's having to find a middle ground that i don't think it has had to in the past exactly. and it's, it's it's an interesting couple of years a little a couple of decades maybe we'll see yeah yeah <laughs> and um last question the namesake of our podcast what do you think plants crave what do i think plants crave Ooh. Well, water is a good one. <laughs> water is a good answer. That's a good yeah, one. Especially um, I, from where we're based in Saudi, like, water is a, a big thing. It's a big part of our business is the water sustainability of stuff. Um, but yeah, I would have to keep it a very simplistic answer. Being an, an engineer and very new to agriculture, water, nutrients. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, no, that's a fantastic <laughs> answer. I'm just getting so curious about how this must apply in Saudi because I know that an extreme it's an extreme climate so. it, it really is i mean we always use the the mantra of designing for mars because uh, if we can if we can 
if we can build it on Mars, well, building it on Mars is easier than building it in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> that tracks. That actually checks out. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you very much. Hi, my name is Ian Baker. I'm the greenhouse manager and the head of the controlled environment platform with Join Bio. Um, we're located in Woodland, developing microbes for field agricultural applications. And uh, yeah, I run all greenhouse horticultural logistics for a science um, research operation. That's really interesting. I wanted to ask you some questions about your experience at the workshop with us. Uh, was there anything that you learned these two days that really stuck out to you or blew your mind? Absolutely. I mean, I absolutely love engineering. I think that if I could go back to school right now, I would, that's a life I would pursue. Um, I never considered myself great at math. And I think that that's something that it, it was the, the wrong way to think about it, you know, when I was younger. And so, Same. yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, yeah, it's just, it's so not true. Like math is not that hard. You just have to learn it in an applied way, right? And that was exactly what we did here. And so I really came into the workshop wanting to, you know, look at VPD in an applied way, learn how to do the calculations. And that was exactly what we did. And um, it, it was fantastic. That's awesome. I'm really glad to hear that. Yeah. Is there anything uh, that you feel has you excited for the future of the industry or just something that has you excited in general? Yeah, I mean, it's incredible to see the maturity that's happening in the industry. Um, you know, we're starting to see the, the organizations that, that have this sort of process excellence down, rise to the top, you know, the sort of wheat from the chaff, if you will. And um, there's just an incredible amount of maturity that, that's been happening in the last year, last couple of years. And I think that I think it's going to be awesome when people get out of their silos and they collaborate and we start to share data um, and work together to solve these insanely complex problems yes. because that's going to be the way to do it. Absolutely. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. And for the namesake question, Ian, what do plants crave? <laughs> what do plants crave? Mm, I should have been prepared for this. <laughs> we like to have it be a surprise. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, plants crave love and attention, right? Yeah. I mean, as growers, it's so easy to get wrapped up in day-to-day -day stuff and putting out fires and just working and building databases and solving IT problems. And it's so easy to get distracted and to not spend time with your crops. Um, so you have to spend time in there every day looking scouting, feeling, smelling, and making sure they're getting the love that they need. I love that answer. That's perfect. Thank you so much for your time, Ian. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Dan. That was a few of our attendees from our spring workshop last week. A little bit about them and their order of appearance. Joe Saito is regional sales manager for Andin, which provides environmental control for indoor grows. Nick DeMello is a mechanical engineer, and Thad Humphrey is an engineering manager, both with Biotherm Solutions, which provides environmental control for indoor grows. Kelly Nicholson is the sales manager for AutoGrow America, which provides monitoring and control systems for indoor farms. Ashley Persglove is the director of engineering for Red Sea Farms. 
He came to our workshop all the way from Saudi Arabia, where Red Sea Farms grows organic produce and consults on agricultural solutions for harsh climates and limited resources. Ian Baker is the greenhouse manager for Join Bio, supporting plant science research and heading their controlled environment platform in nearby Woodland, California. The Dr. Greenhouse team wants to give a special thanks to our guest speakers, Dr. Alex Gunther and Dr. Hope Jones, whose sessions added invaluable insights to the material. To Andin, who supported our workshop lunches, and of course to our attendees, who we love to do all of this for. Join us next week to get back to what plants crave. We'll be speaking with Kathleen DeBroda, the Director of Horticulture Operations with Aero Farms. Thank you for listening.